Being a Better Man, Episode 95. All right, guys, welcome to Wednesday. Welcome to Storytime with Alf. Storytime is where I tell a true story from my strange and interesting life. The purpose of the story is not just to entertain you, but also to share with you the lesson or lessons I learned from that story. They might even cause you to reevaluate parts of your life and help you get lessons that you never knew were there. With that being said, just sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. When I was around nine years old, I had a special relationship with my bike, a purple stingray with a metal-flecked banana seat. This bike was like my horse, and I kind of thought of it like that. We lived out in the country a ways, so this bike was my means of transportation everywhere I went. I spent hours on it each day, and I knew it intimately. My bike was a faithful companion. I could do tricks on it, too. Of course, I could ride with no hands. That was easy. But I could also ride a wheelie all the way down our street. And I could get going real fast and stand up on the seat with my arms stretched out for balance like a person on a tightrope. Luckily, I never fell while doing this one. But one fall morning, I was riding my bike around our circular driveway. And I was venturing off the driveway itself and was riding out in the edges on the grass. Suddenly I felt a sharp pain on my head, and then another, and then one under my shirt. The pain of each of these was very intense, like a pinprick of fire. I didn't know what was happening. I stopped, and I was grabbing at the pain spots with my hands. That's when I noticed that there were yellow jacket wasps all over me. They were swarming on me now, and I started getting stung all over the place, even right through my jeans. I was parked right on top of a huge ground nest. There were little holes in the dirt where more wasps were emerging from. I knew I had to get away. The pain in multiple spots all over my body and the sights and sounds of more wasps coming sent me into a panic. I grabbed the handlebars of my bike and I just started riding as fast as I could. I didn't know where I was going. I was blinded by pain, panic, and fear and I was just pedaling as fast as I could to escape more pain. Unfortunately, in my haste and confusion, I drove my bike straight into a fence. Not just any fence, a three-strand electric fence that was there to keep the cows in. I crashed into it. The wires of the electric fence wrapped around me, and my bike and I went down in a heap. Now I noticed a new sensation. Electric shocks everywhere the wire was touching me, in addition to the yellow jackets, many of whom had followed me and were still stinging. I was stuck. I was wrapped up in electric wire, one leg under my bike. I was thrashing like an animal caught in a trap. And that's kind of exactly what I was in that moment. Of course I was screaming, not just in pain and anguish, but also in the hopes that somebody would hear me and come to help. But no one heard my screams. Everyone was in the house, out of earshot. I later found out that I had been observed from a window rolling around on the ground, but since I was always doing odd things as a child, no one really paid any attention. They just thought I was involved in another one of my weird games I used to play by myself. So there I was, 
alone and helpless, being stung all over by angry wasp and getting shocked by the fence at the same time. In moments like this, moments of extreme distress and pain, it's a natural human thing to seek help from others first, to find someone who is not in your predicament to help you get out of yours. But when no one is available, the responsibility for your salvation falls squarely back onto your shoulders. This is a critical moment. It is in this moment when many people give up, they quit, they succumb to whatever peril they're in because they're either too scared, too exhausted, or in too much pain to care anymore. They just want it to be over. It is in moments like this when some people die, that moment when the wildebeest stops fighting the lion. Other people in this critical moment of peril take another course. There is a window of opportunity in which they are galvanized by self-preservation. They fight harder. They summon all of their last remaining strength to free themselves and find safety. And that's what I did. In that moment, when I realized no help was coming, I became very focused. I stopped screaming and thrashing, and I started thinking. I tuned out the pain and focused on how to get up. Suddenly, the path to freedom became clear. There were a couple wires draped over me, which I quickly took off. In my panic, it felt like I was wrapped up, like these wires were pinning me down somehow, when in reality, they were just laying across me. After removing the wires, I stood up. I was free. I started running as fast as I could, stripping all my clothes off as I ran because there were wasps underneath my clothes now. I wound up in the middle of our front yard, naked, except for my underwear, trying hard to catch my breath with angry red welts rising up everywhere I, I had been stung. About this time, my mom came running out, aware that something was terribly wrong. In the next few moments, she was putting a paste of baking soda on all the stings to draw out the poison. Everything was going to be okay now. By the end of the day, I was back on my bike, almost as though nothing had happened. But the lesson I took away from this experience was to never be the wildebeest. Never stop fighting. Never give up. When it seems hopeless and there's no one to help you and it would be a lot easier to just lay down and die, escape is always possible. There's always a way out of every situation. But in order to take advantage of it, you have to focus your mind. You have to think. I've used this lesson several times in life when I got into situations that seemed hopeless. And every time I proved that it was true. Calm, rational thinking in times of great stress will save you, while fear and panic will profit a man nothing. Each experience like this makes it easier the next time. Our human default is to panic when hit with the fight-or-flight instinct, but with practice, you can develop a third default reaction, which is thinking clearly. Well, that's it for today, guys. Now head out into the world and give some thought to this. Start visualizing yourself remaining calm and thinking under conditions of extreme stress and trauma. It might help you the next time you find yourself in a tight spot, and it'll make you better able to be a better man today than you were yesterday.
Until next time, this is Alf Herigstad signing out. Oh, and thanks to Audible.com for sponsoring this program. Check them out at www.beingabettermanpodcast.com forward slash book to download your free audiobook.